0: England have revolutionised test match cricket, but how on earth do you punt on it? Let's find out on Cricket Only Better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better episode 171. I'm Ed Hawkins. Tear it all up and start again. We've got to learn a whole new ball game. How on earth do you bet on test cricket when England are playing? Sam Collins here to guide us through that conundrum, please.
1: I will do my best. Edward Hawkins, England's Red Bull Revolution has, as you say, shaken the game on its axis. There are so many questions. Have they peaked? Will they plateau? How best to punt on it? How many beers has Brendan McCullum drunk since that final review. All questions will be answered tonight by our two wise men on Cricket Only Better, number 171. Would you believe it? Here is the first of those wise men. Paul Krishnamurti of betting.betfair. Hello, Paul. Hi, oh yeah. here is, I'm, I'm very well, Paul. I'm very well. Quick game is a good game. As uh, Baz would say, here's the second wise man. Roll out the red carpet for Richard Mann of SportingLife.com. Uh, we salute you. Winners at 8-1, to 4-1, to 7-2, to 7-4 to four, and a tie at 11-4 to four last week. Alone, for the love of God, do not miss Richard Mann starring in our Best Bets this week. Hello, Richard Mann.
2: Hi, Sam. It was a good week. Hopefully we get another one coming
1: up. Modest as the day is long, Richard Mann. Uh, what games have we got coming up this week? Edward Hawkins.
0: Yeah, it's second test week. It's Australia versus West Indies. Underlights at Adelaide from Thursday. And then Pakistan versus England, of course, from Multan on Friday. We've got team news, pitch data, strategies in plays, trades, and your player win rates.
1: Lovely. It's almost like a a rhyme and a riddle. Um, We've got a treble claxon coming up too. And of course, Richard Mann in our best bets. Paul, of course, you're there too, but You've got got a little bit of pressure on you this week to match the man from Yorkshire. Right, let's get on with the show. Australia versus West Indies is a day night affair from Adelaide on Thursday, 4am UK time. Start and live on BT Sport. Bet for exchange prices Australia 1.15. Draw 13.5. West Indies 16s. Hawkins with a lowdown.
0: Yeah, Australia, we think they might line up like this. Warner, Kawaja, Labashane, Smith, Head, Green, Carey, Stark, Boland. Hazelwood line. There's a doubt over Pat Cummins. He's got a bit of a uh, strain. What's really the point of risking him uh, in this game? Uh, plenty bigger fish to fry down the road. So keep him fit. West Indies: Brathwaite, Chanderpaul, Brooks, Blackwood, Mayers, Holder, De Silva, Chase, Joseph, Seals. And Roach, you'll note that bonners we've not picked him because we think it's probably a concussion issue with him after he took one on the lid. Adelaide under lights. Your average runs per wicket is 28.66 from the six matches. In day tests since 2013, your average runs per wicket is point. So, there's a considerable dip in run scoring with your pink ball. No visiting team, and we've got a study sample here uh, as a significant caveat, has made more than 2.59, batting first. Australia's first inning scores four four two five eight nine four seven three, and they've not been bowled out.
1: Okay. Um, summary of West Indies effort in Perth, where they were well beaten, but perhaps they, surprisingly, they thought so hard, uh, Richard Mann.
2: They did fight hard. Um, I, you know the batting impressed me more than I thought it would, but they've packed it with batting, haven't they? They've got Roston Chase coming in at eight, and he's he's batted in the top six all through his career. But that means that the bowling's light, and and they they just basically didn't look like taking a wicket, did they? So if they go with a similar sort of lineup, I think it'll be the same again. They'll struggle to take wickets, um, but they might have a little bit more fight with the bat.
1: OK, um, Paul Krishnamurti, I sense you're not a um, West Indies backer at these odds, but what's the what's the plan?
3: I'm actually I'm less of a
1: drawbacker than I am a West Indies backer,
3: in all honesty. I just cannot see how this goes, even to a fifth day, let alone a full fifth day. Um, I can't, in all honesty, find much of a case against backing Australia at 1.15, apart from the fact that perhaps the luck of the draw works against them under lights and perhaps as in the first test, the odds sort of inexplicably double in running because that did happen. Amazingly. So, so I think from an outright perspective, that would be my bet place an order at double Australia's odds at 1.3 and then focus on the runs. Um, you know, as Rich just said, like they look like a square score anything against this West Indies attack. Um, If you can get a bet on test match end, if you can get tasty prices on a three-day match or anything like even money, even five, eight to eleven, on a four-day match, I'd take that, but I'm not convinced that those spots will materialise.
1: Richard Mann, any chance Australia tried to copy England at some point, do we think?
2: No, I I think they'll just go with their tried and trusted method and that's to try and make big big runs in the first innings and and then trust this excellent, well, it's a five-man attack now, but the, the core four, isn't it? The three excellent seamers. Uh, and Nathan Lyon, who can, can hold and end up in the first innings and then become such a threat in the second innings. They'll keep going the same way, I'm sure. One does sense that they're getting a little bit annoyed with all the love that England are getting. It was only 12 months ago that Australia hammered England in the ashes, but yet it's England that's got everyone talking at the moment, certainly in Test cricket terms. So I think they'll be a little bit of needle looking towards the ashes, but no, I think they'll they'll stick with the same strategy, try and just make big
1: runs first up. Paul christian Marty, what do we do with innings runs here?
3: I think with Australia, I think 500 will be decent value. It's very interesting. I mean, talking about going back to the England game again, even after England got 657, it was very hard to know what the Pakistan line should be, but 500 ended up going off above 2-1 again. So, And I think that will be the same here, despite what happened in the first match. So 500 or more at 2-1, maybe 5-2-5, five, 3-1 five, even. And with the Windies... I would still say that it, despite the strength and batting lineup, they're always liable to collapse. Um, Brathwaite is clearly a class apart at the top. But once he's gone, or if he goes cheaply, then they could easily collapse. So I'd be looking to get 250 or 275 at odds on
1: if possible. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, technical bets, considering it's day night fellas, uh, trade strategies come to you for your your magic. First, please, Richard Mann, and then to Paul Krishnamurti.
2: Well, the, the day I thing, it, it does muddy the waters a little bit. One thing I would say is don't get sucked in by this pink ball theory, really. I mean, when the lights aren't on, the pink ball doesn't tend to swing a great deal. We saw that last year in the Ashes. I mean, it was an excellent pick. Adelaide always is an excellent batting pick. Uh, and Australia made four seven three declared. So there are plenty of runs to be had here and if you're an overs back end, you want to back Australia, I wouldn't be put off by the pink ball. Clearly when when the lights come on and take effect, it does do a bit for the seamers. But you're only looking at about a couple of hours. The rest of the time, good batting conditions. And it wasn't all the seamers who did the work in that, that test match last year as well. There were wickets for Nathan Lyon in both innings. know Root took three wickets for England because England inexplicably left out their spinner. Um, so, so just don't get sucked in. It isn't going to swing round corners. It might do for an hour, but the rest of the time, it'll be good batting conditions.
1: Okay, Paul Krishnamanty.
2: Yeah, just reiterate that about Australia getting big
3: runs. Um, We've often seen very big totals in the first innings at Adelaide and this West Indies attack doesn't look capable of bowling them out in decent batting conditions, so 500 plus.
1: Okay, over to Hawkins for uh, player win rates on the side markets, please.
0: Yeah, Labashain has four wins from his last 15 first innings on your top Australia bat. Smith, two from 15. They're both in great nick. 11 to four, the pair with Betfair Sportsbook. The big value on win rate is Kawaja. Four wins from eight. Bit of a small study sample, but the four to one probably makes up for that. And uh, Mr. Reliable with the pink ball, it's Stark, 11 to four. Cummins is listed here, but we're not Expecting him to pay Cummins is 16 to five with Betfair Sportsbook. Stark has four wins and two ties in 15. He's 11 to four favourite. A wicket every 36 balls in 10 day night Tests for the Windies. Brathwaite has showed form with that second inning century in Perth. Seven wins in first innings from his last 24. Uh, he's obviously the uh, correct favourite, and we should be able to get about two to one on him.
1: Okay, lovely stuff. Um, batters and bowlers to follow, please, Richard Mann.
2: Well, Stark all day long, brilliant day night record. You have to go with him, particularly. I can't see Cummings playing myself. For the Windies, I mean, Brathwaite is a class of part. I, I do think Roston chairs down at eight, number seven. I mean, he made 50 odd in the second innings at Perth. 16 to one, he's a big price. Um, I, I've always had a soft spot for him, and I think I would have to throw a few quid at him, but, but the main bet would, would be on Stark.
1: Okay, lovely stuff. Same to Richard. Uh, Paul Christian please.
2: Well, um, originally I did have Pat Cummings down here
3: at sixteen to five. I didn't realise that he was probably going to miss out because that's massive on recent returns. Um, so skip him. Jaden Seals, so I put up in the first match, didn't win, but a hundred to thirty is a solid bet that returns about seventy-five percent profit on all of his test matches. And yes, he's coming at number eight. But I'd still say 16 to one, Roston Chase is pretty tempting. He could go further up. They could easily be bowled out cheaply. And um, there's actually more resistance in that Windy's tail than you might think. I mean, Alzari Jones, you've got 40. I've said before he could bat. So again, maybe him at 50 to one. And there's Chase. a possibility
2: here that the West Indies just pick another bowler keep the keeper at 7 and chase goes into the top 6 i won't rule that out i think they'll just keep the keeper at 7 and chase might slip into the top 6 if they want an extra baller. he's playing as their spinner um but he's he, you know he's
1: an experienced top
2: 6 batsman
1: okay lovely stuff um anything else any other business before we move on fellas richard
2: You've got to play the man of the match market. Australia are going to win here, and um, we've mentioned Stark. He would probably top my list. Labuschagne was man of the match here in the Ashes Test a year ago, made a hundred and a half century, uh, and I wouldn't rule out Nathan Lyon. He's just got a bucket load of wickets at Perth West Indies. Not great against spin, and look, Adelaide takes spin. We talk about the pink ball swinging, but when it when the, when the sun's out and the lights are on, it spins, and I think Lyon will get through plenty of work as well.
1: Okay, lovely stuff, Paul Krishnamurti.
3: Yeah, I absolutely agree with Nathan Lyon. That's, that's very interesting. You'll probably get a good price on him. I reckon you'll get double figures. Um, and also, I mean, following on from what, from Rich's heroics last week on the tons, there's no odds out at the moment, but I'd be very interested to see some of these um, Australia batsmen to get a ton in the first innings. And the one I would go for is Usman Khawaja, who I think was about 5-1 to one in the first match. You know, he batted well in that first match. And remember what he did last winter against
1: England. Okay, lovely stuff. Big tick for Australia versus West Indies. Best bets, the treble klaxon and Pakistan versus England coming right up. Pakistan versus England starts on Friday from Multan 5am. UK time live on Sky Sports. Be there or be extremely square. Bet for exchange prices derided as... Basically useless by Richard Mann. Uh, 2.36 Pakistan, England 2.9. Draw at 4.2. Hawkins, please give us your best lowdown.
0: Pakistan going to line up like this, we think. Shafiq, Imam, Aza, Baba, Shaquille, Salman, Rizwan, Fahim, Ashraf coming in for Harris, Routh, who's probably ruled out the series, definitely out of the second test. Uh, Nasim, Zaid, and Muhammad Ali. England, Crawley, Duckett, Pope, Root, Brooke, Stokes, Jax, does folks come back into this team with no Livingston? He's out of the series. Robinson, Leach, Anderson. We're not listing Wood because he's heard nothing positive about the hip injury. Multan, Wicket. No test there since 2006, obviously. Uh, there were six scores of 400 or more in the first innings. There's always been a bit of a road, if you remember what Sawag did there in 2004 when India posted 675 Sawag with a memorable triple.
1: Okay, uh, Paul the draw is 4.2. Is that too big to lay? Are you surprising that they're so big?
3: I certainly wouldn't have them as the clear outsiders, as the, as the exchange odds uh, suggest. And I suspect that's gonna, they're going to even up in the days ahead. You might get a little short-term trade there, 2.9, or 2.76, something like that. Um, I think I, I would basically price this as even between them, given that Pakistan have home advantage. Um, as we were saying before, I mean, the problem with saying that about the draw price is what will it do in running if there's no wickets? I mean, if uh, granted we don't know this pitch, it's, we haven't seen it for you know 14 years or something in Test cricket, but if it is still a road and it's a 500 plus uh, pitch in the first innings, there's no way it's going to be 4.2 after that first inning. So I would be very wary of that. And to be honest with you, I'd be more inclined to. Um, look to get on that start and get the results later on in running Okay,
1: Uh, Richard Mann, look into your crystal balls please, Um, what happens in this match?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, Paul does make a good point about the draw because I, I I think what we'll see is a similar scenario, both sides making big first innings runs. Um, one of the key factors for that is obviously Harris ralph missing Pakistan. They'll be like the walking wounded, In England. I'm not sure Robin, Robinson and or Anderson will make it. I mean the Anderson balled nearly 50 overs in three days there and it's a very quick turnaround. I think there'll be changes in England's attack um, with another test to come as well. So I I think big first innings runs and then England will do the same again. They'll try and manufacture a result because that's the way they want to play. And now the onus will be on Pakistan too to try and manufacture a result um, because obviously they want to get back into the series. So yeah, I, I think big first innings runs and then it'll open up days day three, late in days three, four and five. And I think in terms of having a bet and trying to trade, be patient. You can sit it out for three days and then make your move on day four, day five when when things really hot up.
1: Okay, really hotting up. Um, right, let's put some of our previous thoughts into action then, please. Paul christian Murphy wisdom on the trades, please.
3: Well, you know, given everything we've said, these, when England are playing, they do the perfect size to do my old favourite double the odds you running about a result system. So in this case, you would look at um 1.4 Pakistan, 2.4 Pakistan, that would become 3.8. So back place an orders back them at 3.8. And in England's case, 2.9, that would be um 4.8. So put an order on both of them to return the same. And you should have a bet guide on the last day.
1: Richard Mann, um, reverse swing was a topic for you in the first test. Uh, Also, what about runs per over markets on Sportsbook when England are batting, will that market keep up? Um, Ignore me if there's something else completely different on your mind.
2: No, the runs one's interesting, actually. I don't think the market will keep up. I mean, what we've seen now is unprecedented. You know, England batting for a day and scoring at seven and over—it's ridiculous. And um, so, I'd be surprised if the market keeps up. i, I couldn't really put anyone off off that. Uh, not so sure about reverse swing. Reverse swinging until we see Multan and, and the outfield and how abrasive it is. Reverse swing wasn't really a factor in this match until that last afternoon um, when England from nowhere got it got it going. Um, so, I wouldn't be banking on that. Actually, you know, we didn't see a great deal through the match. So, it's a, it's. Definitely Definitely
1: a wait and see for me. Okay, Hawkins on the tops, please.
0: Yes, uh, Root has nine wins in 28, so basically is a two-to-one shot. He's absolutely bang on. Sportsbook have priced him at two-to-one. Crawley, two wins from 20, is four-to-one. Pope, three wins from 18. He's five, so I think that's big for a number three. Uh, Fahim Ashraf is an old favourite, and we might return to him here for... Wins from eight lower down the order, 25 to one with Betfair Sportsbook. Uh, and Nassim Shah surely has very little to beat here, 9 to four top Pakistan barler with Sportsbook.
1: Okay, Paul Kushnamati, who do you like?
0: Uh, well, funny enough, I'd be really against Nassim at 9 to
3: four. I really like Zahid Mahmood here at 7 to two. He's got the best strike rate of anyone in the Pakistan bowling lineup. There's no Harris Routh. Uh, England struggle against spin. And in the last match, he was top wicket taker in the first innings and a three-way tie in the second innings. So seven to two. It's very solid. And for England batsman, I think I would go for Harry Brooke at six to one. I think he's a superstar. I've just got more time for him in the long run than the Crawleys and the Popes of this world. And that uh, he will um he scores so quickly it doesn't matter that he's not right at the top of the order.
1: He is extraordinary. Um subject, Richard Mann, although it shouldn't be given your many. Plentiful other winners, but um, at forty-five to one treble claxon down by Babar Azam when Imam's one hundred and twenty-one wasn't enough for the win. Um, what have we learned? What can we learn from that?
2: Um, I've learned a few new swear words, actually. Um, what we learn is that I don't think you need to be actually playing the top batsman markets out here because I think it's a free for all, and you might well make a hundred like Imam did. And Still not win. So instead of taking seven to two or nine to two about top top batsmen, I'd just be backing to make a century. Prime example was Zach Crawley last week. He was I think he was nine to two topping on batsmen wouldn't have won even though he made a brilliant hundred. But he was eight to one to make a century, and he was a winner in our best bets. So that'd be the way I'd go. So Crawley again because I, I just think these pitches take away his technical deficiencies, um, and I think he'll continue to have a good tour uh, and Imam as well. Um, you know, he didn't, he didn't obviously win for us, but he went off seven to two in that In that first innings to make another centuries, three centuries from far home tests. So Imam and Crawley for the tonne for me.
1: Any other business guys, um, Paul Krishnamurti?
2: Yeah, innings runs. I mean, we've already discussed
3: that both bowling attacks could be weaker here. Um, you know, England's attacks in to be exhausted, Pakistan lacking Harris-Ralph, and Going back to something I said earlier, I mean, how do you price these extreme markets in these conditions? I think you'll still get good odds, 2 to 1 plus on 500 or more. And 600 or more is often like really big prices, 16 to 1, 20 to 1. So keep an eye on the, those extreme upper ends.
1: Okay, Richard Mann.
2: Just two for me, I maybe should have elaborated on this earlier when you asked me about reverse swing. Now, if we do get reverse swing, and, and, I, and it's definitely a wait and see, don't be frightened to play LBW ne- next method of dismissal um, around 7-2. to two. In England's first innings, there were four LBWs. You had the spinner at one end, um, bowling very straight, and Pakistan got a hint of, of reverse swing, and, and that brought that into play as well. Um, and on that note, I think in, if, if Anderson doesn't make it, or Robinson, think Jamie Overton might get another go. Um, quick bowler, um, hits the pitch hard and bowls a good Yorker and he might be able to be a good exponent of reverse swing. Um, he's 92 for topping on first in bowler and with the doubts about the others, might throw him in there, but definitely keep an eye out for reverse swing and LBW next method of dismissal.
1: Okay, lovely stuff. Um, now, I'm pressing this. It's the treble claxon and Paul Krishnamurti
3: okay so ambitious one here this pays 96.4 to 1 so 974 pound for a tenner we will have usman Khawaja, top australian first innings batsman 4 to 1 jason seals top west indies wicket taker 130 and zaheed Mahmood, top pakistan wicket taker at 7 to 2
1: thank you very much stand by here comes the best bets Right, best bets time. As always, at this time of the show, we have some scores, we have some doors, and we have the lovely Edward Hawkins.
0: Yeah, the guys have got five units to spend. Get your pens and your pencils and your paper ready because uh, Richard Mann was in ridiculous form last week. Can he repeat it? I think it was, uh, what was it, round about um, uh, 14.38% points profit from Richard Mann. Uh, They've got five units to spend. Can't remember who's going to go first. Off you go.
2: Rich first. Right. uh, I'm sticking with him because I said on a -a match-by-match basis, uh, one point, Zach Crowley to make a first-inning century in the second test.
3: I'll have 1.5 points, Zaheem Mahmood, top Pakistan, first-innings wicket-taker.
2: And I'll have a point on Imam Imam Ul Haq um, to make a first-inning century. I'll have uh, 1.5 points,
3: Jason Seals, top first innings, West Indies wicket-taker, at 130.
2: And I'll have one point, Jamie Overton, top first innings, England bowler in the first test. Second test.
3: I'll have one point on Usman Khawaja to make a first innings century.
2: And yeah, going over to the Austria, Australia West Indies test, I'm going to have one point, Mitchell Stark, uh, top Australia first innings bowler.
3: And in my final point in the Pakistan-England match, whoever bats first, one point on 550 or more First Indies
2: runs. And my final point then, split sticks, not 0.5 points each, Mitchell Stark in the man of the match market against the West Indies and Nathan Lyon in the man of the match market against West Indies.
0: Winners galore last week. Can we do it again this week on Cricket Only Better episode 171? These games are previewed on betting.betfair as well, so more wisdom and advice there. Join us next week where it's big bash time and where we'll be telling you who wins that T20 franchise tournament. We'll see you then.